Welcome to the podcast for moms, where we believe not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Have a seat at the table with your hosts, Britt Fortunato, Tina Smith, and Betsy Pendergrass. We are moms of all ages talking about all the stages. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious chats, and occasional tears as we share with you all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to Not All Heroes Wear Capes, a mom podcast. I am Tina. We are back at the table with Betsy. We missed her last week, so we're glad she's here. How are you doing, Bets? I'm glad to be here. <laughs> we're so glad you're here. And I'm here with Brett. Hey, Brett. Hi. We're actually sitting at the f- table sort of together today because <laughs> I'm in New Jersey and that's where Brett lives. So I'm happy to be here with her. Um, we're happy that you're here with us. Go grab a cup of coffee or some tea, or if you're listening to us while you're walking through the neighborhood, we're glad you're here with us at the table. We don't take it for granted that you take time out of your day to uh, come and join us um, for a conversation. So this week on the podcast, we want to unpack a little bit what worship is and in hopes that this will give you guys some freedom in this whole area of worship and, and help you to understand that it's, you know, when you think of worship, it's always music and raising your hands and, and, and singing, but it's not that, is it guys? No, no, we're that actually, that's always what I thought too. I just, I always thought like the word worship, like I just always related that to singing, like praise and worship. Like that mm-hmm. was just, but then as I began to really follow Christ and give my life to him, it's the, the number one way that we worship God is not necessarily through singing praise songs. It's through submission and obedience to him. That is truly the, how we worship God. It's, it's through our, our heart and our mind. It's through emotion and knowledge of who God is. Um, and so in order to truly worship God, we, we really need the presence of the Holy spirit in us. Um, and that's really altogether what drives worship. It's, it's how you, um, treat others. It's the words you speak. It's being thankful. It's the time you spend in the word. It's, it's everything you do. It's your purpose. You're walking your purpose. Here's a Brit coming in and turning the whole thing upside down, right? (laughs) Uh, Out of the gate. (laughs) I heard somebody say one time, and it's not been that long ago, but I cannot remember who said it, but they, they, oh, it's in that uh, Bible study that I'm doing. She says, um, Jesus didn't come to turn things upside down. He came to turn them right side up. So maybe Brit's turning them right side up. I think that's really good. Yeah. I think that's a better way of putting it. She just turned it all right side up because we were upside down (laughs) to begin with. Yeah. I think to me, like the word surrender really comes into play, like being surrendered and, you know, we can show up in our services and we can sing the words and whatever, but the reality is like, what's the posture of our heart? And, you know, are we truly 
surrendering, yielding to, you know, our God and King? Are we um, glorifying Jesus and his finished work? You know, are we honoring the Holy Spirit? And that can look like across, just like you were talking about, Brett, like across our lives. Like, what does that look like to worship all the time? Yeah. What's the verse we come into um, his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise? It's in Psalms. Yeah. And so, like, I, I picture that of like the first step at coming into his presence, you know, is the thanksgiving and then the praise. But it's like, all of how can all of our lives be that because they can yeah yeah Yeah, the practicality of it like I mean just the very basic I remember when I first started grasping this concept and then like the next day I was cleaning toilets and I thought Lord I can do this as worship to you because I'm surrendered to you as a mom and a wife and I'm doing this to serve my family and it really is more simple, but I loved what you just said about, we can, we can be in church worshiping or we can be serving, but the posture of our heart isn't worship. Right. So even in that, like even singing in church, if our heart isn't in the right place with the Lord and we're not surrendered to him, we're not genuinely worshiping the Lord. Do you want to know where that comes from though? It starts with a healthy fear of the Lord. It, you have to have the, the fear of the Lord, not to be afraid of him, it, to be, to know who he is and to be afraid to be away from him. It so. reminds me of that first Corinthians 13. It's like clanging gongs or banging cymbals yeah, like, to love. just show uh-huh. up and just <clears throat> go through the, the words to, to go yeah. through their motions is just noise. Right. But to be in awe of who he is and that we get to draw near to him is a totally different thing. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, we did that whole podcast on surrender. I don't know what the number is of the episode right now, but it all goes back to that. I see. I feel like we keep going back to that whole idea of being surrendered to God, but that is the foundation that we stand on. Like if we're not walking in surrender, you know, and you know, Betsy is, is we've talked recently, there's so much going on in our world and the culture and in our own personal lives that if we're not surrendered to Christ, we're going to get rocked. Yeah. Well, and this is like, this is a pivotal point in history. Like yes. that we're here for such a time as this, mm-hmm. regardless of what happens, this is a key. Worship is a key because we're going to, we're going to get to praise the Lord forever in eternity mm-hmm. as Christians, mm-hmm. but we only get to choose to worship him in the middle of conflict, in the middle of adversity, in the middle of yeah. brokenheartedness here. That's right. And so when our lives here are done, we will never get to do that again. Right. And so if we can stand in the middle of confusion, if we can stand in the middle of, you know, hard stuff and choose to worship him anyway, despite what's happening around us, that's significant. Don't you think too, like I was just reading about how the angels 
look at us and they like they're they I don't know what the exact words are in the word, but they like marvel at what God's doing in our lives. And the angels don't understand that kind of adversity and hardship because they're in heaven, right? At least the good ones are the majority of them are. And so they're looking at us and they're going, wow, like that was so hard, but look at the posture of their heart. Look at how much they're giving thanks and pressing forward and walking in obedience. You know, we were talking about that recently in the zoom room about that great cloud of witnesses that Hebrews 12 talks about. And we were talking about, you know, when we get to heaven, there's going to be Moses and Noah and all these people, Abraham, that we're going to get to see in Elijah and Elisha. Are we going to be like starstruck, you know, like, Whoa, like, dude, there's, you know, these guys, but they're going to be, they're up there cheering us on and they're going to come up to us and go, wow, when you, when you made that choice of obedience, like that was so cool what God was able to do with that, you know? And I thought, wow, that's, that's worship. Like at the very bottom level, Yeah, you know? And I just want to say like coming from personal experience, um, is, trying to collect my thoughts here because it, it it truly comes from, um, being like, um, your heart being changed and your mind being renewed. Mm -hmm. And that can only happen when you are surrendered to Christ. And it wasn't until I truly surrendered my life, um, to Christ that my, the way that I felt in my heart, it was a genuine change. Like I grew up going to church and it was a priority and that, that is so important that that was a priority in my life because, you know, that is part of how I, why I'm here. Um, but you know, I did, I I sang the songs, I went through the motions, but I never, ever felt that heart change until I said, okay, I'm surrendering it all. I am submitting to you and I am here to serve you. And that is when my heart flipped. And now like when I am singing praise and worship songs, when I am serving, when I am speaking to others, the way that I interact with others, it's, it comes from such a different posture of my heart. Like we've been saying, it just comes, it's so different now. It's all flipped right side up. Yeah. Well, and what, what I was just writing down goes right with what you're saying. Cause (laughs) I was just saying, you know, our worship is to him, but it changes us. Yes. He doesn't need it to, he just knows that it shifts something in us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you just gave the example of that just right there. Yeah. And yeah. what I also thought about was offense, bitterness, anger, those hurt or distract or prevent worship. Yes. Yes. So like when we harbor yeah. offense in our heart or bitterness in our heart toward him, or, and I'm, I'm going to say this, like, I actually think also against other people. Oh, Absolutely. Uh-huh. Like all of that bitterness and offense, any of that in our hearts damages our ability to truly come into honest, vulnerable yeah, worship. 
you can't hold on to sin and worship a holy God that they, they, they can't, they don't coexist. They can't. So your, your heart literally ha- like you said, has to be flipped right side up. If your heart is flipped upside down, that's, it's not going to work. It's going to go down. It's going to go up. You know? <laughs> and the thing is, is like, we somehow think we get to like petition off our heart. <laughs> like I'm just yeah. going to hold this bitterness against such and so. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, well, actually, I'm really glad to tell you if you don't know this, <laughs> but it, that will, that bitterness will spill into everything. It does. Like, it, yeah. it, you don't get to sequester it off to one person. And so what we choose to harbor in our hearts as a fence or whatever, it, it affects, it impacts our relationship with the Lord. Um, yeah, for and, sure. And and what you're saying, what you're talking about is a sympathy that we hold for our sin. Like we feel justified in our sin. Mm. You know, we feel like, well, because that person was so horrible, I have a right. Yeah. Well, I have to surrender my rights to Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't have any rights. And well, I particularly and- don't have a right to hold a grudge against another person when Jesus died for that sin too. And I, I can't ask them. I can't ask them to pay more than what Jesus already paid. That's just part of my own part. Yeah. Like when we sit in what he really did for me as an individual, it becomes impossible (laughs) to withhold that thing from somebody else. And so we're not saying don't have boundaries. That's not this conversation. Mm. Yeah. But what happens in that exchange, when we choose to yield all of that to him, it develops a softness in us that leads to worship and yeah and propels us to want to worship him and thank him yeah for exactly. what he's done for us yeah because then we feel the healing side yeah. of what jesus has done for us and you're right that's what we want to do we want to live a life of worship to him you know yeah. let's talk about this practically as moms because we have a lot yeah. of moms listening out there say. what's that look like <laughs> you know And for me, like now that I'm on the other side, like I'm here with Britt. And one of the reasons that I was here was to watch Madden while she took Mila to meet the teacher and stuff today. And so I had like an hour with Madden and I just, I took her outside and I held her in the swing and I sang to her and I did all those things that when I was Britt's age and the mom of her, when she was that age, that you're like, this is just getting in the way of what I want to do today. Right. But it becomes a worship. It's like, I came here to serve Brit in that, but to also love on my granddaughter. Right. And to sing her, Jesus loves me and listen to her hum. Like that was worship. Like I knew when I was out there doing that, God was smiling. He's like, yes, that's what he wants. He He just wants us to abide in him. He wants us to take those mundane things that we're doing every day and turn them into worship to him. You know, watching them run around in the driveway and little Madden trying to jump and she can't, you know, because she can't catch any air. (laughs) She's too little, (laughs) you know, (laughs) she doesn't know how to do it. And she's like, jump, jump, you know, and, and just turning those moments. And I think, you know, we talked about this whole busyness issue and Betsy and I got on our soapbox big time about that, (laughs) but doesn't the busyness rob us of our ability to worship Christ? in those moments, because we're always thinking on to the next thing. Well, what's the next thing instead of being in that moment, you know, or having our phone in our hand and constantly multitasking something, 
you know, well, I'm, I'm watching this over here, but I'm also dealing with this on the phone over here. And it's so easy to be distracted from the moment of worship that God's put us in. Maybe we're doing dishes, right? We're serving our families. That's surrender. And that's so important. And I, we, I love how you always remind me, mom, that like the little things I'm doing is serving and, you know, we are raising children for the kingdom. You, we have to remember how incredibly important our role is as parents walking with Christ. Like that, that form of worship as a parent is so important. Like, don't get it twisted. The little things are so important Mm -hmm. and they matter. They do. I don't know about you, Betsy, but when I, my kids were little, little, there was always like the thinking of what's the next thing. Like I'm always, Oh, they're going to walk soon. Like you're pushing them into that instead of embracing the mm. moment that they're in. And isn't that what we get caught up in as a mom? It's like the next moment and the next moment and the next big, you know, thing that they do. And then we've totally missed the moment we were in Yeah, and you well, and I both know how fast that goes. And I think too, especially as Christian moms, I think that we can, there is a tendency to put ourselves as in the place of Jesus in our service that we have to watch too. Mm. So it's like, there's this fine line of living our lives in as a worship offering to him, but also there are spaces in that, even when our kids are little to go, okay, like mommy needs 10 minutes with Jesus and mommy's going to you're going to sit here and play with this toy or play with color this or whatever. And I'm going to sit here with Jesus for 10 minutes. And, and in that space, it's like, I'm not saying this, like shame on you. If you're not doing this, I'm saying there is a place as a parent to teach our kids that there's somebody that comes before him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that comes before them. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and in that space of, um, you're important to me but Jesus has to be the most important to me. Right. Yeah. And so I'm saying that as an encouragement, especially to young moms of the world will tell you that your kid is the most important thing, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is worshiping your kid, right? That's right. not worshiping the Lord. So don't like, I just want to encourage you. And if that is you don't hit condemnation button, go, Hey God, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, let me shift this and show me how. Yeah. Yeah. And we just talked about that Yeah, on the last, on yeah, Brit, when Britt and I did the podcast without you, Beth, we were talking about idolatry and we talked about the idolatry of our children, but that robs us of our worship of God and being able to serve our children in worship, right? This is my offering to you, Lord, you know, this place where this purpose that you've put me in as a mom to raise kids for the kingdom, like I'm going to worship you in that piece of it. Yes. But I have to have my heart right first. So maybe I have, you know, an issue with one of my kids that I need to choose to forgive one of my kids. Like, Oh yeah. You can get upset with your kids and you need to forgive them and release them. And we've talked about that before here on the podcast, but just understanding that absolutely everything I do can be worshiped to God. Yeah. Everything. Absolutely. If my heart's in the right place. Yeah. That's the key. And just take little steps. If you don't feel like you have lived like that, just take a few steps and 
and take a few of the suggestions that have been made today and just start incorporating those in your life or slow down just a little bit and just fix your focus on him and see those as small steps towards the bigger picture. Yeah, I think yeah. that, you know, that distraction of busyness too that we talked about distracts us from the ability to deal with those things that are standing in the way. You know, we yeah. become almost just so automatic going through the day and going through the motions and moving on to the next whatever comes up that we we miss we miss God in all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But we can shift it. Yeah. Yes. Tina, one month from now, something yes. big is happening. Please tell Ooh, us. We got the Engage Women's <laughs> Conference. I'm glad you reminded me to say something about that. Look, moms, if you need a weekend away, we are doing an Engage Women's Conference. Betsy's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, we're going to have um, Jamie Bailey and Leah um, Adams and uh, Sharon Tedford. We're all going to be there. We would love for you to come and join us. You can go to raisingkidsonyourknees.org and there's a button right on my homepage that you can click and go over there. It's going to be a great time of worship. I think it's going to be an amazing time of God getting our hearts in that right posture. And we're going to talk about that foundation of surrender and all of those things. But more than anything, we get to hug you <laughs> and we get to meet you. And it's here and it's going to be in Charlotte. So in the Charlotte area, not here, not where here. I am right now <laughs> in New Jersey, but yeah, it's going to be in the Charlotte area. And we would love to have you. If you want more information, you can go over there. I'll leave a link right here in the show notes so that you can go over there and check it out. So if you have excited. questions that you want to ask us, you can message any of us. On yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And Britt, would you pray for these mamas and their worship? <clears throat> yes. Heavenly father, Lord, I thank you for this time that we got to share together and Lord, for your, your truth and for exposing exactly what worship really is. Mm -hmm. And I pray Lord that you would just let it be known to each and every listener that even in the, the day-to-day -day things that they don't feel are important, Lord, that they are important and that they are raising children for your kingdom. Lord, I pray that they would understand how, just how important the, the little things that they do really are and how much they really matter. Mm -hmm. And in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 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 We know your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for spending some of it with us today. You can find Betsy at GatheringAround.com and Tina at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org. Have a great day, and we will see you again next week.